everyone. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Brand Power Analysis. Today I have Kurt on. Kurt, why don't you explain a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah, Zach, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. So yeah, as um, you know, I spent, uh, spent the vast majority of my career on, on Wall Street and you know, always had a passion for sports and, and combining sports with business and, and always been looking for different opportunities to potentially kind of break away from the, the Wall Street grind and get into something more fun and exciting and uh, had that opportunity to do it as we got into uh, got into here in 20 uh, into 2021. Uh, so I'm really excited about what we're trying to do and, and how we're trying to connect up sports and technology and, and create a unique dynamic for for college athletes and give them an opportunity to potentially make some money. That's awesome. Um, why don't you Why don't you discuss a little bit about how you kind of got to where you are now and what made you really want to push towards the sports direction? Yeah, no, it's a that's a good question. You know, I think it always sports always kind of course through my veins. You know, I had the opportunity to to play at least through through uh, through high school and. Um, obviously, uh, was uh, a little bit limited in my opportunities to to pursue that on a on a post high school basis in in the college. But um, th despite that fact, you know, I've always always had that passion and drive, and, and I think it's just a dynamic where it's like you know you're you're basically uh, on the scoreboard constantly, right? Whether you're you're playing baseball every day and you got a, a batting average or whatever, if you're playing football every week, it depends on your performance, but it's what you put into it, it's what you get out of it and, and the preparation element of it. Uh, it's all those things just always kind of kind of form my my life during you know the my business career. And um, I just see an opportunity and, and wanted to drive an opportunity here to kind of connect the, the business element with with the sports, right? And um, after 30 years of, of, uh, of going at it on, on Wall Street, I finally had an opportunity to step away and figure out what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do, and what I wanted to be when I grew up. And uh, I kind of came across this unique intersection of of technology related to non fungible tokens and and sports related to the changes in the name, image, and likeness um, elements for college sports. And I thought it'd be a really cool way to take those two things with my business experience and uh, and kind of bring that to the marketplace. Yeah, that's great. Why don't you? I mean, that's really interesting. And I know we've talked in the past. I mean, it's, it's uh, your, your, not ability, but your, your experience in, in the world of, of Wall Street, I think probably plays a huge part in, into what you're doing now and not to intimidate anyone who's on here. But uh, I mean, I know that you're, you're kind of doing something that's trying to compete with, you know, the NFT side. Um, so why don't you discuss a little bit more about that, the business, what it, what it is and, and how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, the name of the company is, is Legacy League. Uh, it was formed in, in May of, of this year, along with one of my former colleagues from my, my Wall Street days. Um, his name is Stuart Bush, and he brings a lot of great expertise around the, uh, the technology front that I didn't have. Um, you know, my emphasis and focus is, uh, you know, on the on the business and corporate development front. And, you know, quite frankly, some something that uh, uh, a lot of people, uh, even those that are pretty close to me, don't really recognize is I'm, I'm actually also a assistant football coach at a Division three university in Texas. So having that engagement with with the college athletes at that level, um, you know, and helping them, you know, figure out what they're going to do. 
um, not only you know in college, but once they get out of college, and then I'll being uh, able to be engaged with them on a more direct basis and giving them an opportunity to figure out ways on how to become business people on their own, right? Because that's effectively what our business model is. Um, we are we are set up to empower college athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness by using non fungible tokens. That's really what we're set up to do. Plain, you know, plain and simple, and you know, from a from a uh, student athlete standpoint, right? They haven't had opportunities necessarily to go out and and generate some incremental income. So the way we kind of see this dynamic is, you know, take my Wall Street experience and kind of marry it up with what we're trying to do here. Is I kind of see the athlete as a, as their own corporation, right? And then I see an NFT as a stock of that corporation, right? So then as an athlete, you know, only 2% of, of athletes are going to have the opportunity to go play at a professional level. And even when they go and do that, it's going to be a very brief and short career. So now what we're giving them an opportunity to do is kind of build some resume material beyond their athletic um, dynamics as well. And they could effectively say, hey, look, I was a CEO of my own corporation. I issued my own stock in effect through these NFTs. Uh, I went out and it was an investor relations person for my own business, right? I had to go out and market and promote my own brand and, and awareness, and I had to create more awareness around that. Um, and, you know, hence, here's what I've been able to learn, right? It's what you've been able to learn, plus what you've been able to earn. Now, some people may not earn a lot from it, but they're going to learn a tremendous amount, and they're going to make themselves even more marketable once they get out of college. Well, that sounds awesome. So, and I, and, and I know you're you're mentioning a lot of of talk about college athletes and, and not not professionals. Like you said, is that there's that two percent only that two percent that makes it. Um, and you did you brought up something that I thought was very interesting. You said you thought of athletes as kind of a corporation, and, and I always preach um, college or or professional, um, even even high school these days that you know as an athlete, you're basically a business, you know, you're, yes, you're a personal brand and you eventually move into a corporate brand status, but, um, you have this ability to leverage your, your in-game appearance and what you're doing to kind of grow something outside the game. And if you were to look at it, like you said, as the NFTs as a stock, um, it sounds like a great way for athletes to be able to, in, in the college level, to be able to have, very little risk, a lot like the stock market, um, and depending on what kind of stocks you're doing, of course. But um, but be able to be able to make money off of their name, image, and likeness, um, which did just come into effect recently with nil and, and, and college athletes able to do stuff. So, with that said, and, and kind of going back to kind of going back to what you said with with um, how you felt when you got into sports and you, you felt, you felt, Oh, you were really intrigued by the, the, the successes and the failures and, and the determination of athletes. Why don't you, why don't you dive in a little bit more in, in your thought process behind this and why you feel like this is such a good opportunity for athletes to, to utilize your, your new platform. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And I, I think it, it might be beneficial too to kind of give a broader context around what I call the NIL ecosystem, right? So in in as this market has evolved and 
evolve very rapidly. You know, I kind of see it in, in three different buckets, right? You have a you have a compliance bucket with a number of outsourced firms out there that are helping to protect the reputation of the university and as well as helping to protect the eligibility, you know, of the athlete. You have another bucket that I call sponsorship brokers that are basically just trying to connect, you know, athletes with varying companies for endorsement deals. And obviously from that standpoint, these sponsorship brokers, you know, get a pretty hefty fee, you know, and trying to trying to kind of marry that up. Uh, and then, you know, there's a there's a kind of broader category of, of other, but you know, let's let's call kind of di digital marketplace is, is a kind of our segment of that bucket. And you know, the digital marketplace um, is is really set up to maximize the the earnings capability for uh, for the athlete. So when you think about what, what we're trying to offer, you know, it's a no cost um, option for the athlete. You know, all they need to do is sign on sign on to our platform, uh, provide us with some video uh, highlights of of them in gameplay. Uh, we have our own NFT creation wizard uh, that will turn it into a really cool digital token for them to basically you know sell uh, on our on our marketplace. And in addition to that, you know, the athlete will get uh, a fairly sizable chunk of the initial uh, revenue that's generated from that NFT sale, in, in addition to, to ongoing royalties and perpetuity, right? So coming back around to that, you know, corporation and stock concept, right? So you have a, an initial offering of the NFT is kind of like an initial public offering of stock, right? You get the proceeds from that. And then you have the ability to, over time to continue to, uh, you know, pay, uh, pay yourself a dividend uh, with respect to the continued marketing and promotion of your brand, you know, through the sale of your NFTs on the secondary market, right? So even if you graduate college, you do a really good job in building your brand awareness, there'll always be demand for your NFT in, in the future, and you'll be able to collect on that going forward. So, you know, one example we, we tend to use, right, not to drone on too much on this dynamic, though, is, is one of the key questions that came up and I had even when we launched this thing is, you know, you have a, you have a, a number of athletes that participate in non-revenue sports, or you have a number of athletes that, you know, don't participate at the, uh, at the power five division one level, you know, what's, what's the real underlying interest in, in someone buying an NFT of, of an athlete of that type. And, you know, it's really interesting when we went through our dynamic and in, in finding who the buyers of these NFTs were going to be there's you know, at least seven or eight different categories of buyers that have their own reasons for being involved, right? So investors and collectors, yeah, you're gonna focus on your division one potential professional prospects, but you, know, you think about alumni, you think about boosters, you think about local business owners that get more uh, directly engaged with either the athlete or the university. And these are the ones that are really gonna drive the, uh, the sales of those, those types of athletes. So it's really an interesting opportunity for the athlete to come in with really, really minimal to no cost, very, very low risk, and really kind of put them in the driver's seat, you know, with respect to what they're gonna to try to make um, and, and really kind of put them, if they're not already have one, you know, really drive an entrepreneurial mindset for them. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that's key. I feel like that's something that we've really tried to promote as we, when we talk to college athletes, even, even some, like I said, even younger than that, where it's like, hey, you, you need to kind of build some sort of, you have to look at it as a business, like you said, build some entrepreneurial skill sets because you're going to be leveraging that alongside what you're doing. Um, with that said, I think that kind of, I think that kind of goes into my next question, which is 
for the athletes, I mean, we talked about the positives uh, with everything going on. What do you feel like some, some of the struggles that you're helping curate with, with, uh, with your new platform? Yeah. So, so look, I think, you know, you probably have to segment the athletes, you know, and, and say, you know, those that wind up going to play at the professional level, uh, you know, the vast majority of them, right, very sad, sad, to, sad to state, you know, wind, wind up having some sort of financial difficulty, right? And, and, you know, they don't necessarily know how to handle all that financial um, success that comes their way. In, in such a short time period, especially at a young age, right? And, and being um, mature enough to, to know that, hey, you know, I only have a very, very brief window uh, to really uh, participate in the sport. Um, but, you know, I, I, I get the sense that there's a lot of people tugging at their coattails, you know, want, wanting, uh, wanting a little piece of the pie. And it's hard for some of these athletes, you know, to say no, right? So I know there's a lot of education that goes into that process for those. Now, for the ones that aren't going to go play uh, professional uh, sports, right? Um, this kind of gives gives them, I think, uh, an opportunity to really display some skills that can translate to the real world. You know, once once they're done playing their their sport. Like for example, right? If you're if you're a, a college athlete and you do have the opportunity to go get a job, you know, uh, to help supplement your income. Uh, up until recently, you know, those, those jobs were, you know, your mundane, you know, minimum wage, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, flipping burger type of jobs, you're not going to learn a hell, heck of a lot, you know, uh, doing that. But in the context of, of what we're offering and, and, and their ability to, um, you know, promote and market their brand, right, that's a, that's a marketing skill that they're going to be able to bring with them. The fact that um, all, all these athletes are digitally native, you know, they, they understand how to use technology. This is another avenue for them to utilize that skill set and you, you utilize it in an emerging market space, whether it's non-fungible tokens or, you know, on, on marketplaces that may require cryptocurrency, which by the way, ours is not going to require that up front, but something we could do. Um, and, and then there's the other element around, you know, so social media and being influencers in their own right on social media, right? I've seen all these studies and I have college age kids myself. So I kind of know the dynamic of, you know, uh, the millennials and Gen Z spend, you know, three hours a day, if not more on social media. And, and they're spending most of their time helping other influencers make money. So all they really need to do is reallocate a portion of that time to focus on marketing their own brand and marketing their own uh, image, if you will, uh, to generate income for themselves, right? And then that's another skill set that they should be able to take with them and, and be able to then, you know, put on their resume and, and put them at the front of the line, you know, for potential jobs once they graduate. Yeah, I think that I think that's beautiful, and I like the whole the whole factor of what you did with, I mean, because even me being a, a beginning stage of a millennial, you know, born, I was, you know, I won't say my age, but um, being able to, you know, I I still look at NFTs as kind of confusing the whole way that the Bitcoin and, and and all the digital currency is working these days, but I think that. What you're doing is your uh, what you call transactional, correct? You call it transactional, um, where it's just the money back and forth, and I think that helps. I think that helps athletes, and even 
you know, other individuals see it in a much easier light. Um, so what do you think from what you're going through right now with building your business and, and moving into the sports realm, what are some things that your platform, what are you hoping to achieve when it comes to helping athletes, um, grow in regards to building their brands? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, when, when we look at it, it's, it's, it's very, very basic and, and very, very simple is, is just trying to level the playing field um, for all college athletes who participate in every sport and, and at every level of play. It's really that simple, right? Uh, again, the top one to 2% of athletes that will have an opportunity to go play at a professional level, um, you know, um, you know, they, they're going to have a lot of things thrown their way. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, kudos to, you know, their physical skill set uh, that enables them to have those opportunities. And, and, but it's, it's that it's a 98% of that, that population where we want to try to level that playing field and give them an opportunity to figure out what, uh, what their, what the market is really willing to pay for, for, for their, uh, for themselves, quite frankly, and I, I kind of put it in this context, right. Is, is that. You know, when you think about um, like a Super Bowl, right, and Super Bowl Sunday, and you think about what a lot of these broadcast networks do to capture the attention of the casual fan, right? It, it's really driven by underlying storylines, you know, and and I see the opportunity. I see a very similar opportunity for the 98% of the college athletes that aren't going to go pro. Yeah, it's a bit about what you do on the field and and all these cool things that you can you can do athletically, but it's as much about what's your storyline, what what what's your story that you want to tell people, right? What kind of adversity did you have to overcome to get to where you are to be able to play the college sport and to to be uh, successful in the academic environment, right? What are your what are your goals post college? What what do you want to do, right? How cool would it be? for someone to be able to grab an NFT of a college athlete in a non-revenue sport, only to find out, you know, four or five years later that that individual becomes, you know, a, a successful business mogul of a tech startup or becomes, you know, a Nobel prize winner in climate change or, you know, whatever, whatever the dynamic may be, right? So you may not think that, you know, maybe the initial dynamic of a somebody buying an NFT of, a, of an athlete is a, hey, it's a really cool story, or you know what, I played that sport in college and I really wish I had the opportunity to make some money from this in this fashion, or you have a booster that really didn't have a legal and compliant way to necessarily pay an athlete, so now they can actually buy the NFT, which is a product, right, and therefore the athlete can get paid, but you know, in that context, three, four, five years later, you still own that NFT, and now this individual becomes very successful in their own right, and opens up another opportunity for that potential buyer of that NFT again to potentially monetize it, and then for that that athlete continue to monetize it along, as we mentioned before. You know, the opportunity to continue to generate a royalty on that future success, right? So it kind of builds, continues to build on it on. The whole dynamic. You have a foundation, and then you, you know, like when you build a house, you have to put a foundation, then you put the framing up, and then you put 
the roof up and you know, all that other things. I think it's just a, a opportunity for the, the athlete to have cumulative success over time, be able to tell their story. And again, that becomes a, a marketing and promotion campaign and brand awareness campaign, you know, for their own, for their own purposes. No, that's, that's, that's wonderful. I, I think you, I think you said it nicely. So with, with where your, with where your product is, your, well, your, your platform is at, your software, um, are you launched? When are you going to launch? Like, how is all that working? And, and how can you, how can athletes right now or in the near future utilize your platform? Yes, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we we are uh, we are in the uh, final phases here of preparing for our fundraising effort, which we hope to complete before uh, before the end of the year. Uh, I know we've had some competitors of ours have very good success in in their funding rounds over the last uh, last couple of weeks. One of which I think raised something close to fifty million dollars. So, um, you know, that would obviously um, be a very nice thing for us to have as well as we go forward. Uh, we, we are planning on going live on our marketplace, NFT marketplace, you know, in the first quarter of 2022. And from an athlete standpoint right now, all you really need to go do is go to LegacyLeague.com, click the Get Paid button, uh, give us your, uh, just put, the, put in your name and email and ways for us to contact you so we can keep you abreast on when we're going to start dropping NFTs. Um, and that's really all the athlete has to, has to, has to do. Really simple process. No fee again, want to emphasize that, no fee, no cost. Uh, we want to make this as, as easy to use, as frictionless to use. You don't need an agent, okay? You don't need to go find your own graphic designer. Uh, you don't need to go and try and enlist this on, on some other broad marketplace. Um, again, we're trying to create a, a community uh, effect uh, that, um, as we all know, right? College sports and college experience in general really has a deep-rooted emotional impact on anybody who goes and it lasts for generations. So we're trying to trying to kind of keep that all in house and uh, and so people know where they can go to, to find the athletes and find the NFTs and find the community that that have a lot of shared interest. So just go to legacyleague.com, click the get paid button and leave the rest up to us. Beautiful. Well Kurt, I, I appreciate having you on and I'm I'm excited to continue watching your growth. Uh, as you continue to build this wonderful platform. Um, again, where can people find you? I know you kind of mentioned it there at the end, but is there, if there's any other place people can find you? Um, what yeah, you can, you can, you know, uh, you can follow us on, uh, on Twitter, um, which is uh, a Legacy League, uh, Legacy League NFT, okay? Legacy League NFT. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Legacy League One. Beautiful. Well, again, thanks. Thanks again for being part of the brand power analysis. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Zach. Really appreciate it. Have a good one. Take care.